0: Thank you for listening to the save point podcast. Please consider subscribing at youtube.com savepointvids vids. Follow us at save point vids on all major social media platforms for up to the minute updates on everything save point vids related. If you find us entertaining and informative, please leave a thumbs up or a five star rating on your platform of choice. Your patronage is very much appreciated and we could not do this without you. And now onto the show. Welcome back to what I am dubbing the Save Point Daily Download. I think that's the name that keeps coming back to me. Um, but what I wanted to do, and the reason I'm doing this is because I wanted to um, have a, a more consistent release schedule. And so this one is going to be, or what I'm envisioning for this particular series, is a shorter version of a, a podcast, maybe five to 10 minutes, um, just so I can, you know, speak to you guys on a more regular basis. Um, so the plan is to record again this every single day, um, get it up, get it out. And then, you know, a couple times a week, maybe three times a week, I'm envisioning where I'm actually going to do a longer form podcast, uh, the actual save point vids podcast where I would have, um, you know, additional, um, you know, co-hosts and things like that. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. And then kind of in between we'll do like let's plays and things like that. Um, but you know, just to, again, get, you know, something out on a regular basis, I think is really important. Um, you know, this industry is moving so fast all the time that I think that, uh, at least for me right now, you know, doing a full length podcast every single day is just not feasible. Um, so to break it down into smaller bite-sized chunks, I think is going to be, uh, more beneficial for, for me and for you guys. Um, but anyway, now that I got that out of the way, um, if you do find this entertaining and informative, I do ask that you, um, you know, subscribe, like share it with, you know, somebody definitely please Again, as I've said before many, many times, this is a passion project, and you know, I can't do this without your support um so I'm definitely appreciative of all of um you know the love and support that you guys have given me so far um If I'm talking kind of quieter right now, it's because it's getting late. It's actually after eleven p m eastern time um the family is upstairs asleep we're there. And um, I don't want to talk too, too loud, Um, but I was thinking about it. I was kind of editing some videos and stuff and I was thinking about, um, you know, E3 um, and not E3 in the sense of the games that we saw, but E3 itself and kind of gaming conventions at large um, and kind of what it means for the industry and, and kind of the conclusion that I came to is not. Totally unique to myself, but you know, I I really believe that you know within the next five to seven years, gaming conventions like that are just not going to exist anymore. Um, you know, it, it's they're just not as relevant. And again, I didn't go to E three, but everything that I've again heard and listened to um, said that you know the show floor was very empty. You know, Sony was missing, EA was missing, Activision was missing. And so, you know, these big traditional publishers and companies that we kind of expect to be there um, just weren't. And I think that says, again, a lot about the state of the industry. And and that's not to say that they won't come back next year. But I think that, you know, its relevancy is, again, it's, it's waning. Um, you kind of think back to what Nintendo did several years ago, and they kind of, did you know they started the nintendo direct but they brought in this um you know idea of speaking directly to the customer and to the consumer and kind of taking out the middleman by not having to go to a show floor and they did a pre-recorded video and put it out online where you know again the barrier to entry is is so low that you know you just you literally click on a link and, and you're there and you know Sony has followed followed suit you know with the state of play and Xbox has done the same and Google Stadia how they announced it you know they are speaking directly to consumers on a more regular basis and i think that you know means that eventually you know there's no reason why we can't see a Ubisoft or an Activision state of play and you know there's no need for you know these big gaming conventions that cost a ton of money and a, you know a ton of time and resources that you know when they can do a pre-recorded video and put it up on you know some random day in September and talk about you know their end of the year plans and you know they don't have to compete with all the other companies and all the other games that are trying to do the same thing they own that specific day you know they're not you know competing for time and mind share from from the consumer um You know, and that just doesn't go for E3. I think that goes for Gamescom, Tokyo Game Show. Um, You know, the big traditional gaming conventions that we normally think of, I I think are going by the wayside. Um, And that's not to say that, you know, like, uh, you know, PAX is going anywhere. I don't think that's going anywhere. That's a different type of show in the sense that, you know, those don't have nearly as long of a history as something, again, like an E3 and i don't think it's overall impact is as as large as an e3 is right now in the sense that you know microsoft would never announce the next xbox at a pax event you know sony wouldn't announce the ps5 at a pax event you know i think that if they did want to do a live presentation they would do it you know on a day again that they own you know, like they announced the PS4, you know, you know, Xbox has brought back their XO initiative. I think the most recent one was just announced for uh, later, I believe, later this year in London. Um, and so they'll still do those. But I don't think it's going to be at a convention where, again, they're competing with the mindshare of others, um, you know, for that for that time and, and attention. Um I I don't see it, you know, lasting more than a couple more years. Um, and who knows, you know, I could be completely wrong, but just kind of the way that the industry is turning, you know, EA pulled out this year. Um, again, they were still in LA, but it wasn't technically part of E3. Sony pulled out this year. Maybe they just didn't have anything to talk about. And you know, next year when the PS five hype train is in full swing, maybe they will come back for an E3, um, but I don't think they necessarily have to. I think the way they announced the PS4 was awesome. They did that in February uh, of the of 2013, and they completely owned that time frame, and they didn't have to. Again, I know I keep saying that, but I think that's what it comes down to, is speaking directly to the consumer and kind of cutting through the noise and the static of everybody else, I think is super important. Um, and that's just kind of the trend of, you know, how the industry is going and i don't see that slowing down if anything i think that you know over the next several years that that momentum for that type of you know um consumer to product or consumer to company relationship is going to accelerate and get faster and faster and at one point or another whether it's 5 years or 7 years or 10 years from now there is going to we are going to reach a tipping point where again it's just it's antiquated the way that we've been doing things up to this point or up to that point. Um, so who knows? Like I said, it was just something that I was thinking about. You know, I was reading an article and um, it was saying that how, you know, even though this E3 was great in the sense that we saw a lot of great games, we saw Avengers and Final Fantasy 7 remake and Cyberpunk 2077 and, you know, um, you know, among other games as well. But the actual convention floor itself, the hype and the energy that E3 is typically known for, it would, just wasn't present. It was a lot more subdued, and um, that is because of the lack of those publishers that I had mentioned earlier. Um, but anyway, so that's, that's kind of just what I was thinking. Let me know if you think I'm way off base, and I there's a very good chance that I might be. Um, but then again, I don't. I don't think it's really. When I sit down to think about it, I don't think that it is really that far, you know, of a stretch to imagine that. You know, E three by you know it's 2019 now. E three by 2024, 2025, is is just gone. You know, we're well into the you know PS five generation. Maybe even thinking about PS six at that point, and you know is is. E3, where, you know, these companies, again, spend so much money and so many resources and so much time to just to have to compete with the mindshare of everybody else, who knows? Um, but anyway, that's all I've got guys. Let me know if I'm completely off base or if you agree with me or don't agree with me. Um, as I always say, I would love to open up a dialogue and, and talk to you guys about it. So leave a comment below, um, tweet at me at save point Josh or at save point vids. Be happy to answer on either one of those. And if you haven't yet, please give me a follow on those platforms, Twitter and Instagram. Again, hit the subscribe button if you would. And you know, share it with a friend. I definitely would appreciate it. Um, and until next time, you guys stay safe.